0: We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch.
1: Welcome back into the front stretch. Time for another Quaker Steak and Lube track champions interview. And this time we're talking to a two-time track champion. And no, we're not interviewing Mike Nichols again Although it sounds like we're going to be interviewing him again coming up here yeah. in a couple of weeks. Chris Benozdal joining us on the show. Uh, driver of the uh, number 15 machine. Picked up the track championship at I-80 Speedway and at Adams County Speedway. And you said you also were awarded Division 5 in NASCAR National Championship uh,
0: points. Yes, correct.
1: So talk about your season. Let's start off at Adams County. Actually, look, if you don't mind, let's start off at I-80 Speedway because that's the one I have pulled up on my race pass. But uh, very close season and a great competitive season with a lot of the drivers out there at IED Speedway for the Sport Compacts.
0: Yeah, you know, just had a really good season period. Everything went our way. Um, Had a couple drivers that I actually raced against both nights every week. And one happened to be my son. and So it kept us on our toes.
1: Nine events at IED Speedway, nine top tens, nine top fives, and four wins. If that doesn't spell a season championship, I'm not sure what would. Uh, Very lucky.
0: That, it, I can also say it was a lot of luck.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, for a lot of those Sport Compact drivers, I love them, mechanical issues can hound you guys.
0: Uh, we went through three motors, and every one of them happened at the finish line of the last lap. <laughs> I actually All right, can I not, get a little
1: bit of your luck for my fantasy picks? I could actually picks? not
0: pull from Winter circle to tech because of it overheated and blew up. Wow. That's a, that is amazing, but...
1: Only nine races at I-80, and you were able to finish in the top five every single time. That's got to be a badge of honor.
0: Um, I couldn't do without my wife, though. I mean, she's there all day, all night, working with me in the shop. I mean, that's that. She's my right-hand man, so to speak. So, um, at the track, she's setting tire pressures. She's making adjustments. I've kind of taught her what to do. Uh, she went from. Had a couple T-shirts. One was Kurt Busch. I'm not a big fan of that, but, you know. <laughs> I tried to change her to Kyle, but she won't do it. Yeah. Um, but, no, she does my tire pressure. She does. She keeps overcharged of everybody else. that does help us once in a while. and make sure the lug nuts have been checked and tire pressure's been checked. And uh, really good about making sure the impact and everything is in place. If it ain't, you better watch out. Uh, she, she'll let you know real quick. <laughs>
1: It's, and, and how long have you guys been married? Uh,
0: eight years now. Yeah. So eight years now. <laughs> it's been a while. It's
1: been a little while than that. Was she a race fan before?
0: She'd been there, you said, once or twice. And that was it. Now she's in the pit. She'd rather yeah. be there.
1: Now she's a crew chief.
0: Yep. She, she ever is, hide your helmet? She was strapped in the car one time, and she said, I retired after the first night.
1: Did she did she do a powder puff race or anything like that? No,
0: actually we had put a motor together for Super Nationals a couple years ago, and I needed somebody to test the motor, make sure it didn't leak oil, didn't smoke, and we strapped her in the car to do that. Yeah, did she take some hot laps? She ruined the whole night. She started 16th and finished 16th. Way to go! Her biggest momentum of the night was she beat Bobby Shane Key, so (laughs) she was happy.
1: (laughs) That is an accomplishment. Way to go. Uh, it, but that's got to be really assuring that, and, and nice, too, that your significant other, your wife, is just as committed to racing as you are and is there with you on, on the nights when you're dedicated to racing.
0: I think she's got a little bit more of the bug than I do anymore. I'm starting to get old enough and settle down, and she's got this problem of, while we're already here somewhere, let's go race another track.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so she wants to keep racing even if uh, the racetrack gets rained out.
0: Yes. so was it her idea to go to bristol been watching it we kept talking about it we already were going to georgia so we knew we had that money involved and actually we were thinking about not going to bristol and we had a new sponsor step up and said i'll help you out so yep saturday we're unloading the car from georgia and getting it ready to go to bristol knock all the red dirt off of it yeah it's got (laughs) what we figure we got Right now, it's got Georgia dirt on it, South Carolina dirt on it, and Alabama dirt on it. So, it needs a wash job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about your uh, season at Adams County Speedway. Once again, picked up the track championship. 17 races you attended at Adams County Speedway. Started 16 features, 13 top 10s, 12 top 5s, and 6 wins on the year. 10 NASCAR wins throughout the season. That's pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, just the right place, right time. I mean, really, there were some pretty bad wrecks, and I zigged and zagged the right directions and made it through them.
1: I, I think it's a little more than a, than right place at the right time. There's, I mean, with those, but I can see what you're saying with those sport compacts, because you guys all kind of race in a bunch, and you got to be in the right position on that last lap to get the momentum run and get out and, and get that lean?
0: It's it's all about momentum. It really yeah. is. Um, making sure you start it. Don't be sleeping on the start because it all matters. I really don't know what to say other than, you know, it just everything went really well for us.
1: Yeah. Uh, have you had a season in the past where it was this good? Is this a common thing for you?
0: Two or three years ago, we were knocking on the door. Just had some things not fall our way. And maybe if I'd had one more better night than I had, I would have been there, but it was just a little behind.
1: Unfortunate year for you to win the NASCAR National Championship because most of the time they get an all-expenses-paid trip to North Carolina. They get to go to the awards banquet. Did you guys get to do anything like that, any kind of uh, maybe a Zoom call or anything like
0: that? They did about a 30-second interview, and I actually did that from Illinois in a motel room because we were on our way to go racing in Georgia at the time in yeah. February. Wow. So, and, and you got an award and, and a nice big plaque? Um, I got a trophy, and other than that, you get your standard stuff you get every year, except it said number one on it instead of number 10 or 20 or whatever. What all encompasses in that Division 5? Because I know they used to do state titles, and as far as I know, if you won Corning, you were the Iowa state champion. If you won I-80, you were the Nebraska state champion. That's for Division 1. Okay. Uh, Division 5, I was actually racing against what they would call... I would call them late model asphalt cars, but they were. We were racing. I was actually talking with a girl from a Massachusetts because we jumped out and had like a 200 point lead. And all of a sudden, here came these asphalt guys at the end, and we we're watching the points dwindle and dwindle. And I was like, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. I actually sat down with my wife one night and said, Is there a track in Oklahoma? Is there something in Texas? I and there's nothing. Uh, So it was basically set here and wait, and somebody actually took her out in the final night, or she might have gotten us. I don't think they could have, but uh, she said, you know, congratulations, but she ended up second or third, and there was another guy from out there in Massachusetts that got second. Craig Preble, back in about 2010, tied for a national title and lost it on a tiebreaker. So. And I know there's been some other down the down the line, there's been people around here that's been leading. And at the end, there's, they just stay here and watch them lose it.
1: Yeah, That's got to be frustrating for you that there's very little you could do now to stop them gaining you on points. Yeah, you know? I
0: kind of wish NASCAR would, you know, separate asphalt and dirt. Um, I kind of guess I wish they would recognize us more is how I feel. But it is what it is. I mean... I'm happy to be racing right now. Well, the asphalt guys don't do any inverted starts or anything. They go out and run their qualifying and they start just like the cup car would. Fastest guys on the front row, you know, where if you're the points leader, you're in the fifth or sixth row. Right. So
1: you and, and millions of other people out there wish NASCAR would recognize dirt a little bit more and I think you got two guys sitting next to you that agree with that that I mean, they, I, I think NASCAR does a lot for dirt racing, but there's a lot more they could do. And it's interesting to watch over the last couple of years to watch that gap be bridged a little bit and shrink as the NASCAR National Series is kind of starting to recognize what you guys are doing on Friday and Saturday nights a little bit more.
0: Right. Um, yeah, I just maybe someday it'll actually be worth it. Uh, you know, we spent a lot of money for a husband and wife team with very little sponsorship. It costs us a lot of money every week, and you don't race for – Division Five. ain't much money. It, no. It's a little trophy and says thank you for your time. And it
1: I – mean, honestly, it's tough to make the numbers work that – what's – excuse me, what's I-80 pay for a, a weekly night to win? 60?
0: No, 125, I think. Or something like that. 125? No, no, might be 80. I can't remember. It's somewhere I didn't, in 100. See, I didn't
1: think it was above somewhere 100. Somewhere in 100
0: but... or 80, Mark, corner. And then Corning, I think, was 125.
1: That's great. That's. Not, I mean, actually, that I was thinking it was like 60 bucks because I've I've talked for a long time about it always seems like the Sport Compact guys are causing the most trouble and they're racing for 60, 75 to win.
0: I guess my thing is Sport Compacts, like in Corning, you put 20 cars out there and we'll run green, white, checkered. And you put ten of a different class out there. I won't say any names of what they are, but <laughs> if it's dry slick, they can't make two laps. It's called a mud. Road. It's called a mud turtle. <laughs> uh, wrong mud turtles. Mud a, turtles. D- different,
1: close, but different class. But I know who you're talking about, and I've, I've had my issues with those guys too. But I, I, let me just say it for anybody that wants to attack me: God bless you guys for doing what you do. You said it yourself. You pour your hard-earned weekly money into into a hobby that you love. That costs you a ton of money, could cost you a lot of health, your life, but you love doing it.
0: I've actually had a concussion, my first compact. We destroyed it down in Georgia, and my wife had to drive through Atlanta and everything to get us home. And that's actually why we started building cages and building cars, because we want to make it safer.
1: Yeah, that's a good deal. Uh, and safety is incredibly important, but unfortunately, a lot of times, cost interferes with safety. Drivers say, well, I can't afford that, so I'm just going to go without. I've tried mm-hmm. to
0: with my wife, and she
1: <laughs> she don't agree. Tell me about your boy that races, uh, Brian, I assume.
0: I've actually got two boys that race. Okay. Uh, one is Tyler Housley. He had the heartbreaker of the year at Tradition. He led from green to flag to going into turn three and blew a tire on the last corner. Very, very good drivers, both of them. Brian, he won the three tracks that our cars ran at weekly high side chassis which was the car that my wife and I make my Brian uh, my son Brian took the championship at Stewart and then I took the championships at Corning and I80 so we we're pretty proud of that um, boys keep me on with those Tyler he says he says one thing and he might do another he's a little bit Wait, more like dad what kind of what? more like dad just Mind games? Yeah. No. Brian is a lot of help. He's actually coming over Saturday to help me get ready for Bristol. You know, they all got their own lives now. They all got kids, but they still push Dad to the limit.
1: Yeah. What's more of a rewarding win, watching you being in victory lane or
0: watching one of your boys? Oh, kicking the boys' butt every time.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love the honesty, kicking the boys' butt every time. That's That's the better part. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yep. Make that dominance. <laughs> My son, the first time I raced him, I had a brand new car, went to Cornhusker. He had won something up there earlier. And he thought he didn't leave any room. And the first night out, he was the first scratch on the new car because I slid right between him and the wall. And he's like, God, I didn't think there was any room. And I said, I told you, I ain't going to back off for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're talking with Chris Van driver of the number 15, track champion at Adams County Speedway and I-80 Speedway. He is the NASCAR Division 5 uh, champion for the entire NASCAR points system. And congratulations on those three championships. Let's talk about some of those great sponsors that you've got that help you up and down the road.
0: Um, B&B siding out of Lisk, Iowa, high side chassis, which wife and I do, Heartland Tire lets me use a lot of their equipment over there to line the car and stuff. Other than that, it's mom and dad's pocketbook here. I mean, it's, we don't have no huge sponsors. I did pick up Steinbeck Trucking here a few weeks ago. Oh, awesome. So that helps me a lot. So, but that's about all I got.
1: That's uh, whatever it takes to get up and down the road. And those sponsors are incredibly important. Plans for 2021. We know you're racing Bristol. Well, we think you're racing Bristol. Well, I'm going to Bristol. You're racing <laughs> Bristol, okay.
0: I might not be the fastest car, but I'll be Bristol. Well, you're um, the fastest
1: in other NASCAR classes.
0: Well, I'm not going to be running the IMSA rules. I'm going to be running the SCDRA um, just because the car's already set up for that. Um, that's something that we're just going to do. I keep saying I'm not going to run full time this year. I'm going to slow down, but then I got some boys in the town there, uh, a couple people named Xander Steiner and Tyler Hoover. They keep saying they want to race the old man from town. Brian, my boy, and Tyler's going to take the year off, but Brian, I think, wants Dad to come back again. They want that gloating, and nobody's got the gloating yet because I've taken it from them.
1: Well, Tyler <laughs> Hoover won a track championship last year, didn't he? Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> And I give him a lot of crap about that because I built that car, and then he <laughs> smoked everybody, and I was like, I want a shot. Because I took last year off. Yeah. Um, and, I, and he's like, oh, no, no, no. I, I got, and now all of a sudden, he's been getting a hold of me. He wants a car. Yeah. So we're actually in the middle of making a – everybody runs Cavalier, and I'm one of those look outside the box. And him and I are actually putting together a Ford Focus with some tricks up our sleeve. So nice. we'll see what happens.
1: Uh, any racing page they can follow the operation. Is, do you guys have a racing like Facebook page they oh, can follow with um, updates?
0: Vanosdale Racing for just the regular every weekly racing, and then we also have high side chassis. So if anybody out there needs a compact cage, please look us up.
1: All right, Vanosdale Racing. Fifteen. Fifteen. Appreciate your time, man. Congratulations on the wins. It was always great to watch you guys in race at I eighty Speedway. Thank you. We're gonna take a break. And we'll be back on the front stretch. <laughs> If you love wings if you love rings and all kinds of other tempting things great times great food get to quaker steak and lube quaker steak and lube is the official watering hole of the front stretch and the home of mav tv featuring action from the lucas oil late model series
0: great times great food get to quaker steak and lube
1: 3rd Avenue next to AMC 17.